0: on the inside. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones to stop. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time
1: for Caroline.
0: Today, I am so excited. Sarah Bell is joining me. She is a force to be reckoned with, Beautiful inside and out, incredible influencer, YouTuber, Instagram fashionista, blogger. She does it all. You guys get excited. Sarah Bell is in the house, and we talk about how she got started in YouTube, how to get started as an influencer, and all of her tips and secrets. So get excited. Here she is. Sarah Bell in the hizzy, and we have Miller. tiny little teacup. What is this? Yorkie. Teacup
1: Yorkie. He's so cute. He's so cute. Hi Miller. Oh what a cute. And he has his own
0: teepee. Does he sleep in his teepee?
1: Well he's missing the pad right now because Cody actually took it to work (laughs) when he was like when I was out of town. And so he usually sleeps in it though. He does. Yeah he's sunbathed. We turn it that way so it faces the window.
0: And then he just... Just bask in the sun. Mm-hmm. We are in a swanky apartment that you have.
1: Thank you. This is
0: amazing. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you're a new transplant to Nashville. I am a noob. You're a newbie. So you moved from L.A., mm-hmm, right? And you're a YouTube phenom and an influencer phenom, blogger phenom, stat, f- uh, stylist, fashionista, all of that. And you're only how old? 24. 24? 24. How do you become a YouTube phenom, and how did it get, go- get going? You said you're you're from Arkansas. I'm from K- K- wait Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky? who's from Arkansas? I don't know. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> okay, you're from Kentucky. how How did you get this dream to become a YouTuber, and how did you get to LA? Like, how did it start? Give me give me the background of who Sarah Bell is, growing up, and how she got into this. So when
1: I started YouTube, it's probably like the very same kind of story as Megan and Liz, okay, who I know you interviewed, but yes. Uh, I started when YouTube was like first becoming a huge thing. And
0: how did you even know about it?
1: I quit cross country and I had so much free time. Oh my God. Miller
0: wants in so bad. Okay.
1: Uh, I had so much free time, didn't know what to do with myself. And so I started watching these videos on YouTube and they were all about like makeup and fashion. And I had no idea what makeup was basically (laughs) I would pretend like I did and so I started one day I had like a digital camera that was like blue I remember exactly what it looked like and I just like put it on the top of my desk and I just started talking to it in my room by myself when I was like (laughs) 16 years old and it was at the time where like youtubers were like weird you know what I mean right yeah it wasn't like socially acceptable to be a youtuber
0: it's like like one of those people that almost like clicks dragons or something yeah basically (laughs) I was like
1: so humiliated because it was leaked at my high school and were you
0: kind of just trying to do it private yeah I
1: didn't want anyone to know about it but then they posted about it on Facebook (sighs) Did people mean
0: about it? They were so mean. What did they say? It was just like
1: such a weird thing and like a time they were like, oh, I like Eichelberger thinks she's famous and I'm like no I just want to because at the time I had like 15,000 followers but like how did like, you get
0: 15,000 followers so fast no one, no one did was it doing it
1: yeah no one did it and so it was so, just like luck of the draw I guess
0: so really that was the thing that's what, exactly what Megan Liz said so mm-hmm. there wasn't anyone doing it so people were like oh, okay you're
1: like, cool you're cool yeah you. I'll follow you so that's
0: exactly like
1: what happened
0: wow so <laughs> kind of right away you had 15,000 followers mm-hmm. and what how old are you
1: I was 17, and probably, yeah, I was probably 17, so, like, a senior in high school when I got to, like, that ranking, I guess, but I remember, like, it was so easy to grow back then because so, like, there wasn't anyone doing it, and everyone was getting into that, like, watching YouTube and everything, so that's literally luck,
0: I mean. (laughs) That was amazing. So, what were, you started off doing makeup Mm -hmm. and and then what yeah. did that morph into? Miller is dying to be a part of this. Yeah, he just wants
1: to show. <laughs> um, I started doing makeup because that was what was popular. And then I was not good at that, honestly, at all. I'm terrible at that. I'm so bad at makeup. Like, I pretended to, like, be good at it. I was doing all these, like, extravagant makeup tutorials. And it's like, I don't even wear makeup that much. So, like, <laughs> that's not really me. And then I started doing fashion
0: videos. And I wasn't very
1: good at that either. But it was like... I thought it was. But and you
0: have great makeup and great fashion. So you've obviously grown, grown. into I've it. I've grown. <laughs> you've grown. <laughs> you don't want to see the, the
1: evidence from this 18 year old Sarah. Is
0: 18 year old Sarah YouTube still up? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah.
1: You couldn't creep on it. Um, and then I went to college and then that's really like where my following kind of take, took off. Okay. Because I was like the only YouTuber in college because most people don't go to college when they YouTube, find YouTube stardom, you know?
0: So did you, how did people, how did it take off in college? Like, just because people in your college knew you were a YouTuber?
1: It was just because I was posting videos, like, content about college. So, like, what to bring with you to college and all this stuff. And so, people were going to college because my age demographic kind of grew with me. So, like, I was 18. Everyone else was 18. So, Mm -hmm. and I guess that's just how more people found me and, like, how to pack for spring break and, like, what to bring with you. And, I don't know, just luck. When
0: did you realize that this could be a job and you could get paid? for it. And how do you get paid for YouTubing? You're Crazy. <laughs> um,
1: I started getting paid when I was in high school and basically at the age of 16, my brother and I had to be either in extracurricular activities or we had to get a job. Okay. And so I was running cross country and stuff. And then when I quit that, my, I was doing YouTube obviously. <laughs> and I remember my first paycheck was like, $80. That's and awesome. I remember like, I mean, for a high schooler How that you is get like... get paid though? It was for like per thousand view. Okay. Yeah, so like AdSense on your video. So like the ads they put next to your video you get paid for if you were like part of their partner program. And so I got my first paycheck and I was like, holy crap, I'm rolling in the dough. <laughs> like I'm so rich. My parents were like, okay, well you don't have to get a job. And I was like, awesome. I can be myself. Yeah, and so from then, I just kind of, like, took off from there. But I also had, like, the luxury of not having to pay for my uh, college. My parents did. Yes. So, thank God, or else I would have been paying, like, out of pocket <laughs> for YouTube. But I was able to save money, and then that eventually, that money led me to L.A.
0: Okay, so how did you decide L.A. is where you got to go? That's where every YouTuber goes. <laughs> and is there, do you all, like, meet up? How do, do you all get together? Or is it just, like, why why L.A.? Because... It's just, I guess, the entertainment industry, there's a lot of, like, YouTube
1: people out there, and it's sunny. Everybody wants to be out there. <laughs> yeah. And so, I decided, because it was, like, every YouTuber I knew was moving out there, that I wanted to do the same. And so, I moved out there just for a summer to try it out um, with my best friend, who's also a YouTuber. Who's that? Caitlin B. The, like yeah. The letter B? Well, it's B-E-A. Okay, B. It's cute. Caitlin B. Yeah, she... Uh, We've known each other since we were in high school. Oh. So we grew up with each other. It's super cute. But yeah, we decided to move out. And so it was just when I turned 21. And so I was like living
0: the LA dream. Was it so fun? Oh, it was so much fun. What was life like for you in LA when you got out there? Oh my god. So you're 21 with your best friend in LA. You're YouTube famous. Woo! And so what is life looking like for you?
1: Um, it was a lot of honestly drinking in hot tubs.
0: (laughs) A lot of making out. No, <laughs> no making There's out. There's too many like gay guys out there. Oh, but that's kind of fun. Though, to have a lot of gay best oh, friends. Oh, that
1: was so much fun. I never had so much fun dancing on a dance floor than I did at this party, and it was just Caitlin, me, and a bunch of like awesome gay men.
0: And they don't—they weren't trying to hook up with you. They no. just wanted to dance and have fun. They a just blast. want to dance. It was the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what LA was. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, what did you yeah. learn? When you moved to L.A. and you got involved with this big YouTube community, hey, how would you get involved with the community? How did you meet up? you all just, like, message each other?
1: Yeah, basically. I mean, the thing is, is, like, when I started, a bunch of girls my age also started. And so we all just kind of, like, grew up with each other and, like, started messaging each other, shouting each other out in YouTube videos and all that fun stuff. And so now that everyone's just kind of doing their own thing, And it's awesome because I get to see like these girls that we all had so much in common at age like 18. Now they're we're 20-somethings, and we're doing something completely
0: different, and it's so cute. I feel like you are such a positive influencer. Like, every time, uh, being around you, it seems like you are such an encourager. Like, I don't ever get the vibe where you've been, like, competitive or you've been in situations where it's been nasty. Like, it seems to me that your energy is always, like, great with collaborating, great building each other up. Like, I don't sense that you've ever had, like, drama. Have you had any, like, YouTube drama or any, like, cattiness?
1: Um, <clears throat> I would say, like... When I first started YouTube, there was like cattiness, but that was just because we were all high schoolers. Yeah. And I mean, there's clicks in high school. (laughs) So there were clicks on YouTube. And I mean, obviously, I grew up and that kind of faded away. And I just try to like remind myself that while, you know, everyone's growing and stuff, like we're growing for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And so, like, no one is exactly like me. And so that's why I have no problem collaborating with people or I'm not a very competitive person. And it's, Like, kind of hard, I guess, to not be competitive, especially when I lived with like Caitlin for a whole year, like a year ago. And we just saw each other's work like go in different directions. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, why am I not doing this? Why am I not doing that? And at the end of the day, I had to be like, oh, wait,
0: (laughs) we're different. (laughs) And I'm doing this, and she's right. It's easy. It's hard not to compare. I actually talked to Brooke um, Webb about that. She wrote this blog entry. And actually, I think Ashley Wilson did too, just how comparison you really can't compare especially in this industry because it is such a new world out there <laughs> what do you think miller miller has a big slice of pizza toy um you really can't compare because it'll drive you crazy it will literally
1: drive you insane how
0: did you teach yourself not to compare
1: i just think i it was one of those things i just grew up doing mm-hmm. because i mean i was on youtube so yeah for so long it's just you've developed like thick skin you develop like basically seeing other people succeed and sometimes you not succeeding and so you just kind of develop it over
0: time i guess and it just makes for a happier life really it does how what did you learn in la so when you were out there what did you learn from this youtube community that you hadn't known before like what are some tips that you learned that you would tell youtubers um
1: i would tell them not to move out to la
0: <laughs> <laughs> save your money it's an expensive city and honestly.
1: The friendships and stuff that you make out there are very shallow. Okay. Um, Obviously. Is it
0: work-related or how you can benefit each other?
1: Yeah. Definitely how you can benefit each other is how people, like, want to advance themselves. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, like, I found a few great humans that Mm -hmm. when I was there that weren't like that. But, like, you have to really watch yourself, which is why I did not date, like, any guys in L.A. Because they all just want to, like, see what you can do for them. Okay. And so I was just, like, so over that. And I just think creativity, create, creative, creatively, creatively, that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just not the best place. Like, yes, it's a good place to like grow and be in the center of everything when it comes to like the industry, but it just wasn't for me. And I think you are so much happier when you're in a place that's like for you.
0: Did you learn anything that helped you with YouTube out there from being around all these YouTubers? No. Or you just kept doing what you always did? Just
1: kept doing what I always did.
0: So what are some tricks or tips that you would tell a YouTuber who's getting started? Like, don't do this for sure. Definitely do this. As far as, like, getting going, getting building a following, getting good content, collaborating
1: i would definitely say especially nowadays is buying followers is such oh. a big thing yes and it just like tears me up inside because it's just like these people like it's just a number to them and it's like yes. that's not what you want you want like quality over quantity as yes. stupid as it sounds but people it's who so actually true are following
0: you for you mm-hmm. and your stuff mm-hmm. just because
1: it's i mean you feel better honestly if you have like better followers mm-hmm. that actually like want to see what you put out and want to see you succeed and so that's honestly the biggest one these days is growing an authentic following
0: mm-hmm.
1: just because i feel like people want to collaborate with people who obviously have authentic ones yes as, instead of bots and stuff
0: <laughs> totally i totally agree actually everyone i've interviewed has said that really yes <laughs> totally How, what about getting good content what do you suggest on when you put content out what <clears throat> makes a great youtube video
1: oh that's a good question just because everyone's i don't think there honestly is a correct answer to that because i think everyone has like a personality that's so different and that's what people really want to see they don't really care as much these days about like how amazing the camera quality is i mean granted yes if you're like a filmographer or whatever it's called (laughs) that's your thing yeah then they want to see that but like we're
0: filming on an iphone right now (laughs) hey guys
1: (laughs) but like at the end of the day like you can start with like your MacBook. Like, that's how I started was just with that, like, the little camera that was mm-hmm. built into my computer. And as long as you're like consistent and.
0: Does that mean like weekly or yeah. like one on the same day each week or.?
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of people want schedules and they want to be able to go back and like see when you're posting so like for me i usually post on mondays and thursdays and so so you do two videos a week i try to but it's been a little
0: (laughs) what is the content that you put up is it just whatever you're feeling Mm -hmm. it's just like at the at this point it's
1: not even so much about like the best quality video i feel like people just want to know what's going on Mm -hmm. in my life which is cool because
0: i'm like it's really not that exciting but if you want to (laughs) know so it's almost like your own little reality show you kind of recap what you've been doing Mm -hmm. nice nice
1: really boring reality show though. Oh whatever.
0: <laughs> okay, so you moved to Nashville. You mm-hmm. you say I'm done with LA. What was your turning point when you're like I'm out?
1: I got kind of sick of LA after like a year and a half out there and I just knew it wasn't for me like I wasn't Getting anywhere from it, you know, I was just spending so much money on rent and mm-hmm. just the cost of living out there, and I was just having fun and not doing much. I'd be like hungover all day, basically, <laughs> and so but that's
0: perfect to do that in your twenties, yeah, early twenties. It, mean, was, good. it was good. It was good at out. the time. Yeah,
1: I utilized every minute out in L.A., <laughs> but I just like was sick of it. I don't know. Just some things. You only party so much. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, okay, where should I move? I wanted to be somewhere that was closer to where I'm from, which is like five minutes south of Cincinnati. So it's like right across the river in Kentucky. And I was sick of paying like five hundred, six hundred dollar flights to go home and visit my family. Obviously Mm -hmm. any everyone would be sick of that. Yes. And so I just was like, okay, what's a big city near cincinnati that's not cincinnati because i wanted to be like away still In mm-hmm. nashville was it so and so you just took
0: a leap of faith and just said mm-hmm. okay let's do this without really knowing much about it
1: yeah i didn't know anyone here except mallory
0: how'd you know mallory
1: just from like influencing
0: okay so you move out here and what was your first impression and how did it go for you because i feel like you haven't been here that long right yeah i'll be a year in april and you have, I feel like you have gotten right involved, like a huge group of friends. So tell me what it was like for you moving here, the difference between L.A. and Nashville, and how you, how you compare it. Well,
1: I feel like the minute I moved here, it was just so easy to like find other influencers as opposed to L.A. because there's so many of them and they all are just doing such like crazy things. And I'm like, OK, well, I'm like pretty chill. So like not for me. Um, and so I just like honestly started creeping on like every Nashville blogger. I was like, follow, 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 follow. And so eventually they followed back and I would like <laughs> slide into their DMs. I was like, hey, want to get coffee? Like,
0: it's me. That's so, awesome. And so you just kind of reach out, and did you mm-hmm. find that people were pretty friendly?
1: Yeah, the first person I actually got food with, we got tacos, was Shaylee.
0: No way! Mm-hmm. And she had just moved here too, mm-hmm. kind of on a whim, also. From, from I forgot where she's from, but she just, Indiana. Yeah,
1: no, Illinois.
0: Shaylee is so stinking cute. Did y'all hit it off right away? Yeah, it was like in two
1: weeks that I moved here, so it was like instant friend which was awesome yeah because I needed that because I was like I don't know anyone here and then I met up with Valerie and she was like you need to meet like Megan and Liz and so I met them at a concert in Michigan we were bo- which is so random it's we were in random. Michigan for like Soap and Glory which is the brand they sent us to like a country concert oh, Faster Horses I remember seeing that in your house yeah when I that um and I was I was having way too much fun <laughs> and it was just not the best time to meet me. So I ended up meeting them again at your house and so it was much better then.
0: <laughs> but everyone's so
1: kind. Everyone's so nice.
0: That's the thing I have realized about this influencing world is everyone is so nice mm-hmm. and so willing to help and give tips. Okay, so give me some tips about what is influencing? Like if you had to break down what influencing even means, what is what does it mean to you? Like how would you describe it?
1: Oh God, uh, I don't even know. I feel like, the moment you kind of impact someone in, like, a positive way, whether, it, I mean, some would debate maybe, like, buying a shirt is a positive way, mm-hmm. but, like, influencer is such, like, a, a wide variety of a word because anyone can do it, you know what I mean? hmm I don't really have a good answer for it.
0: So it could be like, can you be an influencer and just be on Instagram or do you need to have something else to back it up? Like a YouTube to follow a blog to follow like a podcast or like some, you have to, do you need to have something else or can you just be like, I'm going to influence and show clothes on Instagram? I think you can be
1: like an influencer just on Instagram. I don't think you need to have anything, but Mm -hmm. I think it's safe to have like a (laughs) Miller. So chill right now. (laughs) Uh, It's so much better to have like something to fall back on
0: in case Instagram shuts down. Yeah. Cause it probably will. Yeah.
1: Eventually it's going to like be an old news kind of like Facebook kind of is just like parents now. Yes. I'm like, what's going to be the next thing? I don't know. And MySpace is over. Oh my God.
0: Rest in peace. RIP.
1: Those are the good old days. I know.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, those were good. Okay. So when you are, if you're telling someone who is like, okay, I really want to start this fashion blog. What is your suggestion on growing followers, on how to get brand deals, on how to just start increasing your reach to people? What are some things that you would recommend doing?
1: I would recommend definitely kind of if you're starting a fashion blog, go to like Forever 21, pick up a bunch of different outfits and start styling them. You can especially if they're like more basics. Take your iPhone, start taking pictures in different locations. Don't do like an all white wall because people want to see different things they want to Mm -hmm. see creativity and instantly I'm sure you'll find stuff like that your Instagram is growing because people want affordable things Mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of like the niche
0: I totally agree with that so start just showing that you have an eye for fashion and putting stuff Mm -hmm. together how do you get collaborations
1: I thankfully have had a manager since I was in high school oh, nice I know I, it's been so long and I'm like <laughs> I can't believe she's known me this long <laughs> she's seen me through the good and the bad but uh yeah so I have a manager named Abigail she gets me con or uh, brand deals and then she brings them to me and everything gets negotiated to through her which is so nice because I'm not good with contracts mm-hmm. but I understand that it can be very overwhelming and so I think having that buffer whether it be like your boyfriend or your mom, even being mm-hmm. like your manager, Momager. it's good. Cause like, you're not, it's like being handled and you can do all the creative stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
0: so when you collab with, I was talking to the Ashley's about this, when you collab with like a brand deal, they will say you, you have like a contract and you agree to do something like three posts on Instagram, a blog and, or something. Mm-hmm. And then they, is that, is that kind of how it goes? Is it different for every brand deal? Yeah, it's different for me for every brand
1: deal because, like, on YouTube, we have three different kind of ways of collaborating. Okay, where are they? And so my manager will give, like, the brand an option of, like, a feature. So it's just like, hey, guys, I bought this the other day and then moving on to, like, whatever else I'm talking about. Okay, And then I forget what the other word is for the next one, but it's, like... We incorporate it more into the video. So it's, it's kind not of like
0: that uh, secret marketing where you're like drinking a Coca-Cola can.
1: Yeah, kind or of secret
0: marketing, but like,
1: yeah, but subtle. Know, yeah, it's v- not as like obvious that it's like a full on dedicated thing.
0: You kind of just like have it in the post with you.
1: Yeah. And so uh, then there's also like a, f- a full on like dedicated video. So it's just like. The product is basically what the entire video revolves
0: around. Okay. So that would be like, okay, I'm I'm gonna show you how to do this product, yeah. a tutorial or
1: something. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so that's awesome. What about with blog posts?
1: That's the one we're like just now getting into because I launched my blog back in May or okay. June of last year. And so I'm still new to it. Um, but I would say most of my campaigns and stuff come through Instagram actually. Blog posts are, I think are so easy, and I always think it's like so crazy that like brands want to pay me for a blog post. Cause I'm like, <laughs> it's like a diary, you know, yeah. I'm like, you really want to like pay me for that. But okay. I mean, whatever.
0: Sure. <laughs> sure. Come on. <laughs> uh,
1: and, but Instagram is like, honestly, my favorite thing. Cause I think you can really be creative and you know, people can either shoot that picture down and you have to take another one or, you know, they love it. And it's always awesome
0: when they love it. Cause I'm like, oh, cause this is like my vision. You have mm-hmm. more creative like aspects of it. Right. Like you go do the picture and then you send it into them and they're like, okay, we either love this or it's your creativity. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you blog on a regular basis or is blogging kind of depending on, do you like weekly blog or is it based on if you have something going on?
1: I tried a weekly blog. Um, When I first kind of got into it, I was, I went like full on craziness. (laughs) I had basically content going up every single day. It was, uh, Whatever day I wasn't posting on YouTube was being posted on my blog. And then I quickly wow. was like, So you're okay. blogging like f-
0: five times a week.
1: I was. But now I'm like, that's just like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. I was like, What am I? Like, I'm overcommitting myself. And so now it's just like once or twice a week. But it's still a lot because I'm still posting on YouTube. But
0: see, so you, YouTube twice a week, blog once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Is there any other things that you're.
1: I Instagram every
0: single day. And is that like sometimes you do an outfit or mm-hmm. what's your, what's your, what do you like to post on Instagram?
1: I love posting my outfits.
0: <clears throat> and you don't necessarily blog about those. You just link, you just link mm-hmm. your clothes.
1: I link my clothes. And that's what I usually blog about on my blog is the fashion. I don't really talk about that on my YouTube as much, uh, but I love Instagram. Like it's my favorite.
0: I love your Instagram Thank feed you. too. It's beautiful. Thanks. Gosh. Instagram picture, boyfriend. <laughs> is that your, does your boyfriend take the pictures? Every picture. Yep. Oh. How great is that?
1: I know. It's a luxury. And he doesn't complain either. And I'm like, (laughs) thank you.
0: (laughs) And your style is very you. Tell me what your style is. Because, like, no one else dresses like you. Like, you have a Sarah Bell style.
1: Thank you. For sure. I would definitely say, like, very Free People. Yes. I love Free People. Free People is my favorite brand. So, I would say more of, like, a bohemian, like, eclectic, kind of out there Mm -hmm. sometimes. Yes.
0: (laughs) But yeah just chill comfy and you rock bell bottoms like major flares Really, i well.
1: love flare jeans
0: you kill the <laughs> flares like you'll start with a flare from your knee uh-huh. and it's awesome i'm like gosh i want to dress like that oh,
1: i love them they're like my favorite pants but my like some people don't appreciate them A.K. my father he's like oh my god it's like 2000 again <laughs> the 70s again he's like sarah you've done this trend too many times now and i'm like
0: love them love it (laughs) what's the high the like the highest high and the lowest low what's the best experience you've had and as your job as an influencer like your best moment like a moment that marked time for you in a great way and a moment that marked time for you in like a oh my god this is awful
1: um honestly they might be the same day which is crazy (laughs) i know so this past year i went to the cmas and it was so awesome like an awesome experience. And basically everything kind of like went to shiitakes. Yeah. Went to shiitakes real quick. <laughs> um, the brand I was working with, I obviously don't want to mention anyone's name, but it just wasn't a pleasurable experience. And I was basically like bawling my eyes out <laughs> after like the red carpet, just cause I didn't have basically what they promised me. And so they were expecting all this stuff and I couldn't give it to them cause I didn't have help. So it was just like I was just free for all. I was so here like,
0: you are at this amazing experience. You're in Nashville. You're new to Nashville. You're going to the CMAs. All dressed up. Great brand deal partnership. So you're super excited. And then it's all like, it's just like, just kidding. <laughs> so what did you? What do you do in a situation like that when the brand doesn't follow through on their end?
1: I prayed that my best because my best friend flew in from uh, California to come with me because she was my plus one. And basically, it was told by me that she would be on the red carpet with me so then I could get all the content that they needed Mm -hmm. and then that day they were like just kidding she's not going to be on the red carpet with you they're being extra strict this year and I'm like so you expect me to get all this content because you
0: needed her to film it
1: and like record stuff right yeah I needed pictures and like all this crazy stuff because they were being very specific on what they wanted had to be smiling showing my teeth and so I was like I just I couldn't do it like it just I had a meltdown right then and there. I was just like, this is crazy. Like I don't have any direction. No one's here. Like no one from the brand was there to like help me as they told me they would be. And so I just like got off that red carpet as soon as I possibly could. Cause I was like, get me off of here. And then I went to find Caitlin in our seats and I just like started bawling. Oh my gosh. I was like, this was so bad. I was like, and they were telling me I needed to get a picture and I couldn't, deliver that and so I was like I don't know how you expect me to get this picture like there's literally no way I could unless you wanted like a selfie but that's not the kind of content I post yeah, so you it's do like professional style pictures yeah so I was like I I don't know what to do so my manager I got a little sassy with the brand and which was a bad don't do that
0: why, why do you say well, how what does your sassy mean
1: I was just like, how do you expect me to do this when you guys aren't even like following through? Like, it was just, I did not need to be talking to them. My manager should have been talking to them.
0: Keeping it professional. Yeah. But sometimes it's hard to keep, it's it's hard to, it's hard to stay perfect and do everything. I know. When you you feel like you've (laughs) just been totally screwed.
1: I was like, I can't do this. I was like pissed off. And so my manager was like, Sarah, just talk to me now. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll talk to you. (laughs) And then it was just a disaster. But thankfully I got it done. The brand deal is over. I Won't work with them ever again. And it all worked out
0: like they were happy with the content, and we, I got paid. So you know, okay.
1: <laughs> I guess that's all that matters is I got the money in the end. Yeah. So,
0: but that's frustrating because you want to do great work, and you want—that's like, why uh, um, Ashley Wilson was saying you want to have the contracts laid out ahead of time, and you probably had all these stuff agreed upon. Like they're doing the—they're showing up this way, and oh man, so that's how brand deals can go. Real south, real quick. Real south, real quick. <laughs> it can be like the
1: best day ever, and then the worst day ever, all in one.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Did you end up having fun after? Oh You got our seats, or, or were you kind of did it rain uh, your night? It was just
1: rained on my parade, honestly. Oh
0: no. Because then I had like
1: they kept coming back because I had to like post at the event and so here i'm trying to post but they promised me these really nice seats and i didn't get the seats and so everything was like really far back and i was like this is this is not what i wanted for the cmas because i love country music yes i was like i'd like to be able to see the people but you know people on the tvs got better views than i did so
0: oh man that's so frustrating it was so annoying okay so i i like to sort of talk about callings too and influencing is such an interesting thing because it's it is a it's a job like it's a job but it's like it's such a new career path do you feel like you're walking in your calling like like this whole smorgasbord of youtube blogging fashion all this is what you're meant to do like do you feel like that's what your soul wants you like is that what you were meant to do
1: I 100% think so, because it's so funny. I went to college for pre-law and law. That's useful for me now, clearly. (laughs) Um, And when I was growing up, I had all these like guidebooks basically from like Teen Vogue and stuff like how to land your dream internship. And I was like, I'm going to work at Teen Vogue and I'm going to like do their blogging for them and all this cool stuff and like style and like I want to be a model like all this stuff so I always wanted to be in the fashion industry you wanted
0: to style blog be a model
1: I wanted to do all of it that's
0: what you're doing you're a model for yourself you're styling for yourself and others if they want I mean you're also you're giving inspiration so you're kind of doing exactly what you wanted to do
1: yeah it's it's so funny how everything worked out because I was like dead set on that being what I was gonna do and it ended up working out which is awesome because so it's like I couldn't have asked for a better job. Yes.
0: Why do you think some people don't follow their passion and they settle?
1: That's a good question. I mean, it can be a risk, I think, whenever you try to, like, go towards your passion because sometimes your passion isn't always what's going to pay the bills, and that can be intimidating because, I mean, I wanted to be a lawyer because it was going to pay me the bills. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 100% the reason why I wanted to do it. (laughs) Like, I like, you know, political science and stuff, but it's not like my passion, you know? Right. So I honestly think it's just being able to, like, afford a living. Yeah. That's what it boils down to.
0: Do you think that it's worth, like, people should take the risk?
1: Oh, yeah. Anytime I hear that someone's, like, quitting their job to go full-time blogging, I'm like... That is so cool. Like, good for you. Like, this is literally what you want to be doing. And I think that's so awesome.
0: It's. I agree. Because to me, like, this life is so short. And it's already hard enough. If you're not... If you're working every day and hating what you do... And I understand there's all sorts of circumstances. But Mm -hmm. I'm the same way. When people take that jump and they go for their passion... So cool. I feel like it has to pay off in some way, though. Right? Especially if you're talented. Yeah. And it's just like... It must be, like, the most rewarding feeling. I
1: I can't imagine because I've always just done it. Mm -hmm. But, like, I just wish for one day I could, like be in someone's shoes that's just like you know put it in their two weeks at corporate america and being like peace out i'm gonna go chase this dream of mine i think it's so awesome
0: it's so awesome i know i know and i i I feel the same way i I love it when people are like okay i'm taking the risk because you really don't know how it's gonna end up Mm -hmm. the thing with this influencing job and all this stuff like nothing's ever set in stone really like your brand deals are kind of coming in Sporadically, not sporadically, but it's not like you, you never have know. a commit, committed yeah. thing happening. So you sort of have to have faith in general yeah. that it's going to work out. Definitely. And
1: I mean, even when you're like made it, I guess you're still what kind making of, it mean. Well, like being able to pay the bills, I yes. guess, is making it. But like, even for me, like some days I'm like, oh my god like if i don't get a brand deal soon like is this all over like is this do i have to go back to like law school now like no thank you it's one of those things because you're always like praying basically because you never know when your next paycheck will be
0: yeah where do you see yourself in five years if it can go according to you exactly how you have it dreamed in your head what would your life look like in five years um hopefully the same that's awesome (laughs) how great is that
1: yeah um, hopefully like married cause, cause I you mean, got a real cute, I got a friend. cute boyfriend. So in five years I'll be almost 30,
0: which is insane. 30s are awesome. You're going to love it. I'll be almost 40. So, you know, I can just like be your mom or grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I just can't imagine
1: being like 29. That's like, feels like so long from now because whenever I was like in high school, I was like five years from now I'll be 24 and now I'm 24 and I'm like, oh my God. Like I thought all these people had it together and no one actually has it together. <laughs>
0: Elaborate on that because so many people, especially like you see a perfect Instagram feed and you see like, to, like honestly, to me, you look like you have it all together. Like I look at you on socials and all that stuff, but you're so real, which is awesome. So people can actually get to know you and realize that yeah, you are human. Definitely don't have it together. <laughs> but what is that? Because people, you think people have it together. And what have you learned about the truth behind the, behind the facade? no one is actually perfect which is
1: hard to like wrap my mind around because even i get like so like sucked on this idea that like this person is perfect they have no problems but like we all have problems we just don't choose to share them like everyone goes through stuff how did
0: you realize this that no one was perfect oh god when did the veil get lifted that's a good question
1: i honestly have no idea Like, I can't think of a specific time. Just
0: sort of gradually it all started – you started meeting people probably that you thought were perfect and then you realized maybe.
1: Yeah, like, when you meet, like, somebody that you looked up to, like, I remember years ago I looked up to this one blogger. I met her and it was just, like, stone cold. And I was just like, ooh, like, (laughs) yikes. Like, Like, I thought you were warm and fuzzy. Yeah, I was like, this is disappointing. Like, but, I mean – it's not all that it's cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. Basically, everything you see on Instagram, just because, especially before like Instagram stories, we never really knew what like people sounded like. Yes, you know, you just saw the pictures, and you're like, "Ooh, this person's so cool!" Like they have it all together. And then you meet them, and you're like, "That's not the voice I was <laughs> expecting." I don't know if that's ever happened to <laughs> yes. you. That's oh, it's always so like. It's like when you go to drink, or drink, like, your Coke, and then you get iced tea, and you're,
0: like... Yeah, a little shocked. Yeah. Totally unexpected. Do you think it's important to be real in your Insta stories? Oh, yeah.
1: I think it's so fun, too, because, like, everyone... I forget what picture it was. Like, a few days ago, I posted a picture on my bed, and I had a bun in my hair, and I had, like, this little bandana wrapped around it, and it was, like, leopard, and you couldn't tell from a picture, but I had to, like take like a hair clip and like clip the ends of the bandana down and so I just had this massive hair clip on the back of my head but you couldn't see in the picture and so obviously like I it out and then on my insta story i was like guys look this is what it really looks
0: like but you can't tell from the picture so that's so awesome that you share that too just to help people relate to be like okay look, we got a great shot but then here's the real side
1: <laughs> yes it's definitely not all that's cracked up to be my life is not what it looks like on instagram
0: but it is pretty fabulous i'm in your fabulous apartment which i have seen on instagram and it's just as amazing as i thought it was i love your wallpaper thank
1: you love your queen chair my queen Peacock chair. I have another one in my bedroom, too. I'm, like, obsessed. Oh, because it's awesome. Yeah. I'm, my boyfriend's, like, another one. <laughs> yes. I'm, like, yes, another one for our 700-square-foot apartment.
0: <laughs> like, he needs one, too. Yes, he needs one. A king chair. A king chair. So, if you could have a dinner party and you could invite five people, Ooh. who would you invite and why? Okay. So, my first one is a no-brainer. It would be George W. Bush. I think he you is. You love
1: George Bush? I think he's the cutest. He is. Man ever to exist i just think (laughs) he's so cute right i have looked up to him for years and what is it you love about him his personality he's pretty precious he like it reminds me so much of my dad he reminds
0: me of my dad too right
1: (laughs) like i just want to give him a hug so bad so definitely george w bush like i missed out on the opportunity to meet (laughs) him last year and i'm still not over it (laughs) but one day my time will come okay okay um and he loves dogs
0: must love dogs. Right. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, another person would probably be Maren Morris. I oh, love her. She's amazing. She is my favorite country artist. She's so fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, blogger wise, I don't know if there's, there's people I'd like to meet, but I don't necessarily like, don't know if I would want to meet them because I don't want to like the facade to like right, away. You don't
0: like, they say don't meet your heroes because they might let you down.
1: Right. Right um I honestly don't know who the other people would be it's such a hard question because there's so many people I want to meet Geezy. oh my god I can't believe I didn't think of that one <laughs> I want to meet g so bad uh
0: <laughs> this would be a great party so far right I
1: have the best people I've got a country artist I've got the former president
0: and a rapper that sounds good to me right
1: yeah. It's like a bad joke or something with a bad punchline.
0: <laughs> what would the conversations be, I wonder? I, mean, I have no insane. idea. Okay, <laughs> if, if, what is something that someone ha- would never guess that, about you, like a trait about you that someone would never know, like a secret skill or a personality quirk or That's something that question. you love or crazy food that you eat? Like what's something that no one would know about you or only your closest friends?
1: Um. Well, there's... One that, like, a lot of people know about me, but it still, like, shocks people is I actually do carry, like, a Tabasco sauce in my bag.
0: <laughs> like, Are you serious? Yeah,
1: I really do. And it's, I go through them so fast. Like, I have a huge bottle of Tabasco sauce in my cabinet. Like, I'm addicted. I will put it on, wow like, anything. So you have to have it. I have to. Because
0: you need it for every meal.
1: Like, I hate when I go to a restaurant and I'm like, hey, can I have some Tabasco sauce? And they're like, ooh, is Cholula okay? And I'm like, no. That's so rude. I'm like, <laughs> no. That's like giving you a Pepsi when you ordered a Coke. Oh, the worst thing in the entire world. Yes. Um, Another thing would obviously be my obsession with G-Eazy. That one shocks people because they're always like, oh, Sarah loves country music. And then that's just not country music at all who's your
0: country crush if you weren't dating this cutie pie Cody and you could date any country artist who would it be
1: you know this one it's Brett Eldridge I love him (laughs) he's a cutie. he's my favorite (laughs) I listen to him all the time and I cried when I saw him live
0: (laughs) what what are you gonna do when you actually meet him and hang out with him because you know you will
1: I won't be able to form words I'll just
0: (laughs) be excusing myself that was like
1: a question I got once before when I was in LA they were like what if you meet g Easy?" and I was like Honestly, I had the opportunity. His, like, photographer was, like, want to kick it with him. And I.
0: Did I, you kick it with him? No. It? You said
1: no? I could. Like, I just ignored it. Like. <laughs> no way. Are you kidding me? I know. Like, don't meet your heroes, you, you panicked. Know? <laughs> you I was like, no. How no. do you look cool? Like, around g you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, eh, And I'm like.
0: Uh. You're like, words. Your mouth is moving, sort of. But no words are coming out. Yeah.
1: So, it's just like, I'm just going to keep it chill and, like, not speak. I'll be a mute. <laughs>
0: Right, Miller? I love that. Um, Okay. And a few more questions, then we're going to wrap up because I could talk to you forever because you're so (laughs) inspiring and so interesting. What is the best advice that you've ever gotten?
1: Be yourself. 100%. I feel like a lot of times, especially in the influencer world, you often... Thanks Miller. Uh, Miller agrees. Yep. By squeaking his pizza. (laughs) Uh It's so easy to see other people doing something that is good for them and it's growing them and everything like that and that you want to replicate that and then you kind of like lose yourself. That's the best advice I can give.
0: Have you ever done that?
1: Oh, 100%. Especially on YouTube because like YouTube goes through these like phases where something's super popular. Mm -hmm. Like for a while there it was like morning routines and like bath time routine. So it's just showing them like what you do to get ready for like your bath and like all this stupid stuff. And so I was like, Oh, I got to do this to get popular. Cause these get so many views and that's like not interesting to me. It's not fun for me to film. It's not like,
0: you're not passionate about no. it. No.
1: And so I was like, this is not my forte. So eventually I had to like get a wake up call. I was like, this is not for me. So
0: I love that. So even if it's hot and you could do it, if it doesn't speak to your, hmm self and your soul and then don't do it
1: and people like would call me out on it they're like sarah this is like not your
0: calling and so i was like yep you're right (laughs) that's good that you know that so with youtube you like to stick more to just talking just talking like kind of like what do you talk about
1: oh god i have talked about everything on my channel whether like growing up people want to kind of like connect with you they see you grow up on YouTube. They want to know your, like, life experiences. They want to know how your breakup went. Oh, so you share all oh, that. Oh, I've, sh- like, shared everything. I've shared wow. from sex to breakup. So sh- what are you breakup. talking about with sex? Oh, my gosh. Just, like, peeing after sex, you know? <laughs> like, that's important. <laughs> I love
0: that. Just because I didn't
1: know. And so... So I you're feel-
0: sharing things that are, have been useful information to you. Yeah.
1: In all areas. I like to say that it's, like, the things if you had an older sister she'd tell you
0: nice mm-hmm.
1: i like that yeah it's sometimes a little awkward especially when your mom watches every single video
0: does <laughs> your mom ever call you and no like uh, she never questions
1: anything so she I'm doesn't
0: like, that's awesome
1: nope that's awesome and there's like some stuff on there there's some dirt on my <laughs> channel so it's like she could have been like who cheated on you
0: who was this But she never said she just lets you put and how great that it's kind of awesome to put out your own dirty laundry however you want to because then it's like you have no secrets. It's Mm -hmm. like you've already put everything out there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like I'm putting out like, you know, the bad, bad
1: stuff that like no one wants to share about themselves just because I think it's good to have like, you know, a filter. But I mean, just being real, just being real as much as I can.
0: Yeah, that's brave. That takes some bravery. Do you ever like, no, freak out and like, oh, my God, I can't believe I put that up there
1: nah i'm like so used to it (laughs) i've been doing it for years so it's just like whatever and i guess your
0: boyfriend has to be okay with it because he's obviously gonna be a character in your youtube videos
1: he actually has never been in my youtube (gasps) videos what he's been like vlogs and stuff so like my week in my life and he'll be in the background probably like singing the greatest showman or something (laughs) but like other than that like no one's really gotten like the cody experience are we gonna have a
0: cody experience debut
1: someday i mean i just don't feel the rush i guess because like back when i went through like another relationship the guy was like so when are you can put me on youtube videos and i was like um never because like that's my thing like <laughs> so it just takes time for me like totally i don't know maybe if i had like a ring on my finger i would do it then the, the cody experience could be debuted yeah it would totally be debuted then
0: no pressure though no pressure <laughs> cody no subtle hints nothing like no nobody's here wanting to get engaged no no absolutely not definitely not <laughs> okay and let's wrap up with i always leave leave your light so leave some inspiration just how you want your life to inspire people how you've been inspired what you wish people knew that would make their life better just some some wisdom you want to drop on people Um, what you've learned over your experiences
1: that everybody has a struggle that they're not always posting about i love
0: that break that down
1: yeah, like, I mean, for me personally, I've talked about this before, especially if you creep far enough back on my YouTube channel. But, like, in college I had an eating disorder, but it wasn't, like, something I, like, talked about. And, like, no one would talk about it, basically. And eventually, obviously, someday I did talk about it. and How did you end up healing yourself from that? Just, I guess. I struggled with eating disorders also. Snapped out of it one day. I don't know. So I got lucky. It wasn't lucky. worth it. I was, like like, this is stupid. Like, what am I doing to myself? Like, mm-hmm. so I just snapped out of it. I, I mean, that's just the luckiest way I could get out of it, I guess. My mm-hmm. mom and dad started hinting at stuff, and I was
0: just like, oh, frick. Like, you're right. Like, this is stupid. Like, what am I doing? Right, right. <laughs> Food is awesome. And it's not worth it to hurt yourself. That's how, what I finally realized. Like, yeah, I dabbled with bulimia and then diet pills and all sorts of stuff. And finally, I'm like, I'm not losing any weight. I'm feeling awful. I'm not obsessed with food. And, like, my life sucks because I think about it all the time. And Mm -hmm. it's just, I I had to go to therapy for, like, a year. But Really? But same thing. I was like, it's so great to share that stuff Mm -hmm. because so many people struggle with that. And they think that they have to be this perfect thing when when really, like you said, we all have struggles. Yeah. Especially,
1: like, in college when, like, it's the hookup culture and everything is just so sexual in a way and you just want to look like fabulous and you're getting all this guy attention you just like thrive on that and that just seeps you down to this dark dark path Mm -hmm. that's what happened to me i was like oh my god i'm getting so many guys like guys are actually looking at me for once so i just got skinnier and skinnier and skinnier and then i guess one day like i'm sure some guy probably said something i don't even remember anymore because it was so long ago but i just was like no
0: and the thing is too like you want someone who really loves you for you but when you're young, especially that's why social media can be so dangerous for young girls, especially because if you don't realize, like you said, that everyone has a struggle and there's a backstory and a real side, it can really mess with you. Yeah, it
1: definitely messes with you. Like, I mean, you it's hard to like not compare. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it all boils down to, especially girls looking up to these like, you know, Instagram models who are like big butts, like Kylie Jenner and like tiny, tiny waist. Like that's just like I'm sure that person's going through something that they're not talking about. Mm-hmm. I love that. So everyone has a struggle. Everyone has struggle. I love that. And it's not aesthetically pleasing, so they're not going to post it. <laughs> True.
0: True mm-hmm. that. But do you, but you, what's your balance of sharing your struggles to the aesthetically pleasing stuff?
1: Uh, I would say Instagram is like the filtered life of me. Like everything looks great. Except for the stories, of course. <laughs> uh, and then, well, except for my blooper account, I have a blooper account. I feel like that just kind of like keeps me humble. Oh, you I know?
0: love that. What's it called?
1: Cerebell Bloops. <laughs> that's
0: awesome. I can't yeah, that's good. That's it good.
1: And just because, I mean, we see all these beautiful pictures, and girls are like, you know, you see a picture, and you're like, that person probably got that picture in like five takes, whereas me, it takes like 250, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> for the one picture. Yeah, see, for that's the one nice picture. Though. You get this awesome picture, but you're like, okay, that wasn't just a quick little snap. Oh, yeah. You, you see, worked for it.
1: You see the good, bad, ugly on my account. So, but I think YouTube is kind of like the unfiltered way. So it's like Instagram, filtered. YouTube, unfiltered. in blog, too, unfiltered.
0: What's your advice to young girls out there?
1: Be yourself. Never change. Never change for any boy. Amen to that. Because you'll find your prince charming eventually love that is it so true though it's
0: so true and after dating so many toads and going through it and same kind of thing like when you're young you want to be pretty and you want guys to like you but i've realized now being married to a great guy that and you're with a great guy it's just it wait for that because life is too long to be married to someone who doesn't value you or to be with someone who doesn't see you fully exactly it's okay if you have fights and disagreements but like someone who wants the best for you who wants you to grow wants you to blossom Yeah, trying to hold you
1: down. It's like the best feeling when you find it, but you have to kiss a lot of frogs.
0: And don't get discouraged because it might take a while. Takes a long time. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of guys. (laughs) I know. Gotta kiss a lot of frogs.
1: Lots of them. (laughs) Just a marathon at this point.
0: Amen. Amen to that. Sarah Bell, you're amazing thank you so much for thank joining you me. I Had so much
1: of fun i could talk to you for like days i could just
0: talk to you forever too <laughs> i know we're already at like 50 minutes so oh, we're gonna God. have to wrap it up but
1: sarabelle you're
0: awesome thank what's you what's your instagram everyone
1: can follow you sarabelle elizabeth and then Sarah Bell bloops too if you want to check out the unfiltered ones you know it and then Sarah Bell elizabeth on youtube too i love it
0: you're amazing thank you Bye. <laughs> how amazing is Sarah Bell to be so young and so successful and to know what she wants to do and to have made it happen for herself. It blows me away. So inspiring. You guys stay tuned to this episode because we still have so many influencer series coming your way. We have a new one next week. So we'll see you Wednesday. Bye.